I got a lot going on. So, uh, let me see. How do I do this? Um, I can do this <clears throat> in several ways because... Mm, 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 mm. Sorry, Philly Hot. Um, sorry, my audience. But I am to be working on my new podcast that I had not been working on. I haven't even even attempted to work on it in about three four weeks I went on a nice vacation I came back I went back on a vacation I came back I did everything but this podcast so I need to start working on my podcast with it was like what do I talk about and it's like wow I I the things I need to be talking about, it just seems like, oh, I can't even get to it. Things I don't need to, I can talk about, if that makes any sense. So I'm not even prepared to talk about anything. But I'm sitting here looking at the election. I'm sitting here looking at a lot of things that I have to start preparing for. Um, next Saturday, I have been so blessed, like... God has been doing, and not to say that God has not, and I'm not saying this is a religious type show, but I'm just saying God does for me regardless, but he does some extra stuff, and I'm just grateful for the non and the extra stuff. So the extra stuff comes that I reached out to George Floyd's family, and someone actually took me on. Cool. And um, from there, like I had explained to him, you know, people always want to know, well, why do you want to interview and what do you want to talk about? And I'm not one of those bashing, judgmental journalists. That's that's not me. I'm not one of the ones that are now I see treading on social media, dragging other people for the ratings, for the likes. That's not me. Um, but anyway, I, I, I put people in different pots you know some I do interviews with and they just interview you know I meet them I, I interview them I connect with them and then I'm done with them some I interview and I stay very connected with um, and then some I you know may do some stuff with but anyway um, George Ford's uncle was just someone in my at the moment was just Snag an interview, keep it moving. It wasn't until I made a, a contact with someone and said, hey, you know, I got George Floyd's uncle that it spiraled. And it spiraled to now um, we do uh, shows together. But anyway, um, next Saturday, um, we had done so much brainstorming that I got tired of brainstorming I was like okay at some point you have to just give birth so let me give birth um and I did so I said November 14th which is next Saturday we're gonna do some stuff um and I reached out to move members I reached out to uh the Floyd family and everyone agreed cool so moving forward um i have a young lady from delaware kiandra mcdowell i have uh dr 
uh, Ted or Edward Sutton um, from Baltimore. He's coming and move members along with George Floyd's family, which will be his aunt and hopefully his, I'm sorry, his uncle and hopefully his aunt. But what spiral from out of that is um, we have a pastor from Dallas, Texas. And it's like, wow, I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. Like, there's, you have like men and women of, of God within your, in, within your, your, your district, your area. Why not get them? Well, <laughs> I didn't pick this pastor. So, uh, this was someone else's idea to bring this pastor on. So cool. Um, but what I did bring on was what I needed. Um, and I have an excellent choice of people that are come and share uh, systemic racism and the injustice they, they've endured and moving forward their plans moving forward. You know, how do you get this to stop? How do you get us to uh, like us? Um, so let me go back a little bit. A friend of mine was telling me, you know, he had uh, opened his door to someone. And when he opened his door to someone, they pretty much uh, just stabbed him in the back. So, you know, now comes the thing where, you know, uh, he got free of that and uh, he needed some work done. And the people that he entrusted to do the work, again, they stabbed him in the back. And, you know, we hear all the time uh, how we should support our black, brown businesses. You know, let's keep it black and it should be black and... And then it's those blacks that um, screw us over. And it's like, wow, that's not good. So I'm like living in that moment because when I push for something, I push with everything. And, you know, I'm taking rejection smoothly. So I reached out to some people and I didn't get the feedback until after I had already set things in motion. And the thing is, once I set things in motion, I don't go back to pick anybody up. That That's just not me. You know, I'm in, I'm in the middle of the sea, get ready to go. And you want me to turn back from the middle of the sea. Now, mind you now, in the middle of the sea, I'm either halfway there or I can halfway come back. Which means if I halfway come back, then it means I have to go back to the beginning, the middle part where I was. That's, that's too much. I, I can't do that. Um, so, moving forward, I have this vision and I, that I put into play for an eye for justice. And what it is, is that, you know, we sit around and we talk and we discuss the eyes of justice that are not leaning towards the black brown community. And let's be real and honest. It hasn't leaned in our favor for some centuries, uh, some decades, some years, some months, some weeks, some days. This election, it has not leaned in our direction in a very long time. Uh, we've just um, we've become accustomed to being mistreated 
and and it just seems like you know if our voice if or if we raise our voice to a high pitch to where it becomes annoying to somebody else uh, it gets shut down shut down meaning you know someone gets killed or comes up missing um why i don't know had this conversation with George Floyd um, uncle before I got on here just to discuss, you know, what is it about us? And I say this and I ask this numerous times, but what is it about us that makes some people not like us just simply on the color of our skin? I did nothing wrong. Like literally, my mother gave birth to me, wrapped me up in a blanket, walked me around the streets, and people would look at my mother and call me names. And I'm sitting here being like, yo, I don't even know what those names are. I don't even know who you are. But people don't like me just for the color of my skin. Not that I robbed you, I raped you, I stole from you, I I, I lied on you, just on the color of my skin. And then there are a lot of people who just, you know, they're just happy with it. Yeah, it's like, hey, no biggie. So we're going to have these people come on and it's not so much about that, but just talk about the things that happened to them. You know, if anybody remembers the 1985 move bombing, um, you can Google it. Um, they're going to come on and share that 40 years experience incarcerated. So if anybody remembers or anybody knows me, know that I've always said that there's always a positive in every negative. It's just how you look at things. There's always a positive in every negative. It has to be. You know, you have God and you have Satan. So the positive will be God. The negative will be. So there's always. And I would, you know, I would ask people, you know, how you doing, you know. And I would hear people say, oh, my day sucks. Oh, my day. And I'm like, let's let's, let's twist that thing around a little bit. Let's be real here. The day does nothing to us. The day does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to come and it leaves. That's it. That's all it's supposed to do. It's to take us from one and introduce us to the next. That's it. That's all it's supposed to do. Sunday comes and you know right after that comes Monday. That's all it does. Sunday says, yo, uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, young and old, here is Monday. And then it leaves. That's it. That's all it's supposed to do. It's the things that happen in the day. That's it. Not the day. The day sitting up here talking about something. I didn't do anything. Like, yo, why are you blaming me? It's the things that happen in the day that changes how we feel about some things that happen to us in that day. But yet we tend to blame or we put it out there into the atmosphere. It's the day. And so moving forward, I will always tell people, you know, it's not that. It's the things that happen. But, you know, here's, here's a flip side to that. You know, things could be just a little bit worse. Hey, Move did it for 40-something years. You could be sitting on death row. They weren't on death row. But you could be sitting on death row fighting for a crime that you had not committed. And if you ponder on that just a little bit, knowing that, hey, in a couple of, couple of months, couple of weeks to a couple of days, you're about ready to die for a crime you did not commit hell that's hell right there but someone is going through that literally right now 
and their in their mind is like, I, I just need that one. I just, I, 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 I can see it. I can feel it. You know, it's like when you go on gambling. You know, you got that hunch, that feel, that itch. Like, I just need that one more quarter, that one more dollar, that one more pull, that one more, and I'm gonna win. That's pretty much life on death row. You know, you just need that one. I just need somebody to hear that one. I just need that one. Yeah, that's not you. You're not sitting on death row fighting for a crime that you didn't commit. Hey, how about that third world country, you know, where people are literally sharing water with animals because you're washing your clothes? Yeah, how about that? But you're not. You're here. So, you know, there's always a positive in every negative. It's always, you know. Hey, I'm suffering from that uncurable disease. There's always a positive in every negative. So... Moving forward, um, November 14th is going to be one of those positives that people had to go through some negative stuff. And we're going to share. It's one thing when you read history and your mind tends to wander off to those places. But it's another to actually sit there and have someone who's a part of history relive it for you. And it's like, wow. You're listening to something that the history books or your teachers aren't going to share and or tell you. So that's another reason why I wanted to put this thing together. Um, like I said, I built up a beautiful relationship with um, some members of George Floyd's family. And I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah. And there's some things that we're going to be doing moving forward that. I can't discuss, but uh, I, I have been tremendously blessed with a lot of things, um, uh, a lot of things. I had to go through a lot of things to get here, and I'm ever grateful for that. Um, yeah, so I can say this, that November the 14th, November the 14th, which is next Saturday, which is Ah, two weeks before Thanksgiving, I am going to have MOVE members. I'm going to have uh, George Floyd's family. We have a videographer coming in from California. Like I said, I didn't initiate contact, but we have a pastor who's going to come in from Dallas, Texas. Uh, of course, we have press that's going to be there, publication to cover, and I have a young man from Chester who's going to be the moderator, and this is going to be very, very, very interesting because I get to host something that I am not going to be a part of until the very end where I acknowledge people's presence and um my gratitude for them being a part of it. But uh, it's going to be very interesting to hear something that I've already heard. Oh, and I have the store owner who uh, is going to be attending as well. So for those that don't know, uh, of course, media, when it news breaks, it's like, I got to get it out first. Um, let me just share what I have Facts, fiction, let me just share what I have. And what happens is once the smoke clears, you start dissecting. Then you go back and you start correcting whatever it is that needs to be corrected. So when I listen to 
family talk about George Floyd and then I hear from the store owner and it's like, wow, this is stuff that was never mentioned in the news, never aired, never in circulation. But I got to hear both sides of it and it's very interesting. Um, so I'm going to share that with the audience um, and it is uh, RSVP only because of COVID it is free all of my events are free so it is free there will be light refreshments um, there will be a DJ there will be times for to network um, photo shoots and and everything else but um, I will have George Floyd's uncle from next Wednesday until next Sunday. And I'm literally planning his entire itinerary. And that's just like, wow. You know, now, mind you now, I work on a day. But I will manage to put that tiredness to the side just for... Uh, to being able to accomplish what it is I need to accomplish. But anyway, um, so I have this podcast that I was supposed to be working on, which is going to be a spinoff from the radio. I am going to still keep Philly Hot Radio. I believe when I um, met management, you know, he and I talked and he had me Google. I'm sorry, not Google. He had me YouTube uh some of the past shows and I'm looking at some of these artists who are now on these big major radio stations and they all started on Philly Hot Radio. So I had uh and had to let him know that um this is where I got my start. This is where my passion comes from and um I'm not gonna leave Philly Hot Radio. So there's going to be a spinoff because I, I don't want to give up my seat with Philly Hot. Um, we're going to do a spinoff uh, podcast, America Truth Be Told. So I have to make sure I balance the two that I don't cross Philly Hot with uh, America Truth Be Told. That I don't keep the same with the same meaning like I don't do politics with America and then politics with uh, Philly Hot Radio so I'm going to have to learn to rewire my brain and put on another hat yeah this is going to be very interesting but moving forward I am super excited because I have a chance to be featured in a local uh, magazine based in New York Nothing major, you know, not time, life, and all of that, but to know that I can be featured in a publication to where uh, someone else outside of my circle can see me and be like, oh my gosh, okay, I like what she's doing and I can expand and be outside of my circle. I'm excited. Um, for the third year in a row, I'm super excited because... I have been featured in the 2019 uh, and 2020 uh, Woman of Excellence, uh, Womanpreneur Ship Calendar. So basically, it was, you know, it's just a selection of women um, 
that I have been selected. I don't know who the judges are and they select and your picture and your bio is featured in the calendar. So I'm going to be again featured in the 2021 Womanpreneurship calendar and I'm so honored and grateful and happy for that one. So it's like, yes, okay, cool. But there's there's some other things that's going on that I can't elaborate on, but I do want to touch on um, November the 14th. Um, like I said, it's going to be uh, history being taught uh, to us from those who have experienced uh, racial injustice for themselves. And I have a, a young group of teachers that I got to hang out with uh, during the election based in Wilmington, Delaware. It's interesting because they are teaching their church, their youth, their students, my apologies, they are teaching their students about race, racial injustice. It's like, wow, I got a kindergarten here. Kindergartner. I'm listening to him at five and he's being taught something that I, I didn't even know anything about um, until my middle school what was I middle school so was I was sixth grade I was in sixth grade I was in sixth grade when I found out about uh roots slavery the injustice being whipped and chained and lynched and hung and spat on and called names and 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 sold and mistreated and abused and yeah, having our identities, our names, our our religion stripped of us um, involuntarily. Yeah. Yeah. So to see these young group of teachers tell me that they are teaching the students stuff that uh, goes on within the world that somehow some people in the world want to have silence if that makes sense i don't know how you would want something that existed and it still exists to be silent it's not to be talked about or spoken of but anyway um they're going to be present so it's going to be interesting it's really going to be interesting um the whole idea of everything that I, we're trying to movement moving forward um, is, is just beyond me because I this is something that I've never thought to take on at all. Um, never it was never on my radar. Uh, interesting enough, um, more like modeling and television, if that makes sense. Yeah, but anyway, I was a sports person growing up, so I was very athletic, you know, track and gymnastics and yeah, everything physical that would have been me. So, yeah, but anyway, um, so next next Saturday is going to be uh, an event I, I am so looking forward to. I'm so proud of you know, the accomplishments I had to, that I've, I've made, 
I, my initial contact with the store owner was a, such a success. We've spoken, we've all done a Zoom, so we actually got to see each other, hear each other, um, to hear and to listen, two different words. So we got to hear and listen um, what each other had to say and, and moving forward. So they're going to actually be here at my event. They're going to be attending and... Um, you know, so those that I will be attending would actually get to hear uh, things that led up from their side uh, that led up to George Ford's death. It's interesting. Yes, yeah, is is very interesting. So um, that's 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 about it, right? I know I'm supposed to talk about my podcast. I I know I'm I know I'm supposed to be getting my podcast on. And I'm gonna work on it. I am. I'm gonna get that podcast together. But uh, I can say this: I have been all God, just all God. Uh, if anybody remember, I think it was what, like two years ago, three years ago, two years ago. Um, uh, uh, Hawthorne James, aka Big Red, Five Heartbeats was in the Philadelphia area. So I reached out and was like, hey, it's my mom's birthday. Can he come? And to much my surprise, I've had uh, a couple of artists, including uh, Hawthorne James, visit my mother on her birthday. It was interesting, you know, because I've been around celebrities, so it's not nothing new to me to sit in their presence because once I start dissecting them especially if they start giving you the look then I have to look at them and dissect them and remind myself that they are just as human as I am so you know I give them back the look no I don't have the red bottoms I just have uh, bottoms on my shoes that function just as well as your bottoms they just didn't cost as much but they serve the same purpose to get me from point a to point b yeah so it's interesting but anyway um i wind up meeting uh john canada terrell aka flash so uh he's a real cool guy <laughs> he's uh he's a real cool guy yeah so anyway i have uh been blessed to now, I'm still working out where John is going to be, but uh, I'm going to have the five heartbeats alongside of George Floyd's uncle next Thursday. That right there is going to be very interesting. Yeah, because pretty much everyone owes me an interview. Leon... Uh, um, Robinson, he actually owes me an interview, so I get the interview with those that actually owe me an interview and from the five heartbeats. So it's going to be cool. Um, so this all takes place next week. So next week is just going to be just phenomenal. Um, next Friday, so next Thursday is uh, five heartbeats. Next Friday, uh, 6 p.m., I am going to take Mr. Jones up to Philly. And we're going to hang out and hang out, hand out sandwiches and blankets. Now, these blankets are new. These are blankets that I had from my last year event 
that I um, managed to save. We didn't give them all away and I kept them. So I still have them tagged, still on them. They have not been used and I'm going to take them back up Philly and we're going to hand them out. So cool. Um, so we're going to be along the Ben Franklin Parkway. Plus he wants to see the Rocky statue. Uh, gee, something else. Cool. And I'm like, that's right in that area. So we don't have to go far. Yes. So that's what we're going to be doing Friday. Then Saturday, of course, is the event. And then Sunday, yes, everybody goes their way. So I get to relax for a little bit. But anyway, so that's about it. That's that's what we have. And we are working on, oh, I can't tell everybody. So y'all can't tell everybody. But word on the street is someone got an interview with GQ Magazine. And during that interview with GQ Magazine, they named dropped me. Yes. I'm like, oh, so my name is supposed to appear in this month's article of GQ magazine. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not all excited about that one. Uh, I know my name. I don't need anybody to say my name other than myself and or my God. But uh, anyway, so uh, Thursday is the interview. Friday, we're doing the outreach. Saturday is the event. Sunday, everybody goes home. And then we are working on something again. So uh, there is supposed to be an event going on for Christmas. And I don't do holidays. But there's supposed to be an event going on in Christmas in California that I may be partaking on. So don't know. Um, but I do know for right now, I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. So how about this election? I wanted to say how about the Eagles, but how about this election? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Who they say the last time we went through some uh, issues like this was during Gore's term. I believe it was 34 days, they said. 34 days it took for them to iron out all of the details. And Trump is not going down without a fight. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He is putting in lawsuits on top of lawsuits, which from what I'm gathering is not going to be a pretty look. Because when you go, you have to be consistent. And it's not going to be consistent if it comes from Trump. I'm just saying. Those are my views and not the views of America Truth Be Told or Philly Hot. They're just my views. And my views are the only ones that count. So speaking of counting, I'm about ready to start counting down the time that I begin to end this session because I need to get ready for tomorrow. But uh, anyway, uh, today, if no one has told you, generally I ask my audience, and that's since I'm the audience, to leave my guests with something positive. I can say this one. Um, I started off. I think I said this story like a gazillion times. I don't even know if that's a word. But I started off Philly Hot Radio uh, almost three years ago. It was started off with two guys and a gal. And it ended with me. And I made it known then. 
and I've been making it known ever since that um, this is my, this is it, this is all I have. And I would tell God, this is it, this is all I have, this is all I have. And I'm going to give it everything that I have. And moving forward, I have been giving it everything that I have. So, two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, and everybody's getting their little snooze on. I am up busting my ass off to get what I need to get. It's a little slow. It gets a little bumpy. People want to get on, and then they fall off, and it leaves you like, are you serious? In the middle of the... Yeah. So... I'm just excited. I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm humble. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm elated um, that I had not quit on me. I was determined not to quit on me. It hurt. It bothered me. I cried to see people see me striding and then say, uh, and it's like, seriously, me? Like, you're going to leave me? Like, you're not going to support me? Like, you're not going to help me? Like, you're going to turn me? Yeah. It was me. Yup. It's like me. So, I had to turn that around. Because I, otherwise, I would have dropped it. And sometimes in life, you have to turn. It's, I call it a twist. You have to put your own twist into it. Because you just look at it this way. Had a lot of people had stayed around, you probably wouldn't get what you need or where you are in life because you'd be more dependent on them rather than you. So, sort of, kind of, I'm glad that they didn't do some of the stuff that I wanted them to do because otherwise I would not have known what it would be like to hustle and grind and work and be determined and to own mine. I won't have to worry about anybody say they gave me. No, I earned that door to knock because I kicked at it. After I tapped, after I tapped, after I tapped, I kicked at it. I was like, yo, I need you to see that I'm on the other side of that bad boy. And finally, they opened up. It took some time, but with some persistence. So sometimes in life, you just have to be persistent. I'm just saying, sometimes you just have to be persistent and not wonder, not wonder or worry why people fall off or don't support you. That's not their job to support you. Their job to support you is not supporting you, if that makes any sense. By them not helping you is helping you because now you're no longer dependent on them. So, yeah, there are resources within you that you won't be able to tap into if you keep tapping into somebody else's. If that makes sense. So sometimes you just have to tap into your own resources. And you won't know what they are if you keep knocking at somebody else's door asking them for some help. Yeah. Anyway, in the meantime and all up in between time, I got to go. <laughs> I had not eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I got to get ready for tomorrow. I have a show that uh, I have to do tomorrow. I have some phone calls we have to make. We got some people I got to fly in, fly out. I'm going to be the Lyft slash Uber person all next week. And thank God it's going to be nice out next week. 
But in the meantime, and all of in between time, mm -mm, I got to go. Yo, I got a lot going on. So I'm going to say this one. Bye.